I'm Virginia Allen. And I'm Brian Gottstein. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, November 14th. Here are today's headlines. today's show by welcoming Brian Gottstein to the show. Brian, we're glad to have you here. You're going to be a familiar voice on the show for the next several months as we announced last week. Our colleague, Samantha Sherris, is welcoming a baby into the world any any moment, honestly, now. Uh, and so we're excited that you are joining us and that you're going to be with us for the next several months. Well, thank you so much, Virginia. I am glad to be here and uh, working alongside you. Well, Brian, it's great to have you on board here on the show, and we have a lot to cover on today's episode. The March for Israel was in Washington, D.C. today, and it drew a crowd of tens of thousands. Marchers carried Israeli and American flags and signs to show their support for the Jewish people. The Daily Signal offices are just about six blocks away from the National Mall, so I actually walked down there this afternoon to check it out and to see what the atmosphere was like, and let me tell you, it was one of joy. There were people of all ages from all over the country who traveled to D.C. today to be a part of the rally. Israeli President Isaac Herzog addressed the tens of thousands gathered at the march with a message from the Western Wall in Jerusalem, and the crowd cheered as his voice echoed across the National Mall per Newsmax. Take a listen. Forty days ago, a terrorist army invaded the sovereign state of Israel and butchered hundreds upon hundreds of Israelis in the largest massacre since the Holocaust. Let us cry out together, never again, never again, never again is now. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer delivered remarks to the crowd, as did House Speaker Mike Johnson. Turning now to Capitol Hill, where some in Congress are focused on averting a government shutdown, and others want to ensure accountability over government spending. Lawmakers have until Friday to finish passing the budget for the new fiscal year. But because it's unlikely Congress can meet that deadline, House Speaker Mike Johnson has introduced a continuing resolution, and the House is expected to vote on that early this evening. The continuing resolution will continue funding the government at current levels in a two-pronged approach. The stopgap spending measure will fund the Departments of Agriculture, Transportation, and Veterans Affairs until January 19th. All other government departments will be funded through February 2nd. This allows lawmakers to get past the holidays and tackle the contentious spending fights in the new year. The House has been in session for 10 weeks since the summer recess, and Speaker Johnson says lawmakers need time to cool off and reset. He told reporters that he's been drinking from Niagara Falls in the last three weeks that he's been Speaker, adding that the break will allow everybody to go home for a couple of days for Thanksgiving and for everybody to cool off. But some GOP lawmakers aren't happy about the continuing resolution, specifically members of the House Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus issued a statement Tuesday morning saying that they oppose the proposed clean continuing resolution as it contains no spending reductions, no border security, and, quote, not a single meaningful win for the American people. Over in the Senate today, things got a little rowdy when a sitting U.S. senator challenged a witness 
to fight during a hearing. The hearing was held by the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pension Committee, which is chaired by Senator Bernie Sanders. The hearing was focused on highlighting the benefits of unions on the lives of working Americans. The general president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, Sean O'Brien, was testifying. O'Brien has been critical of Oklahoma Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen in the past. Mullen sits on the committee and is a former mixed martial arts fighter. He also formerly owned a plumbing company. During his remarks, he read some of the insults that the Teamsters head has laid against him in the past. O'Brien has called the senator a clown, a fraud, and even a greedy CEO. In a post on X in June, O'Brien appeared to challenge the senator to a fight, writing, You know where to find me, any place, any time, cowboy. Well, Senator Mullen was ready to accept that challenge during a hearing today until Senator Sanders stepped in to stop the gentleman. Take a listen to the contentious moment per the Hill. Sir, this is a time, this is a place... If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every poll. No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Sen- it. Hold it. If we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. So as you heard there, the Teamster head and the senator were ready to go for it, but Sanders shut it down. Sanders told the men that the American people already have enough contempt for Congress. Social media appeared to be very entertained by the incident as the video racked up millions of views on X. Finally today, we don't often hear too much about Finland in the news, but the country is making headlines this week after a significant religious freedom fight. Today, an appeals court in Finland has dismissed hate speech charges against a member of Finland's parliament whose post on social media cited verses from the Bible. The case goes back to 2019. Member of the Finnish parliament, Pavi Rizonen, criticized the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland for supporting an LGBTQ pride event. She wrote on what was then Twitter that the church has announced that it is the official partner of CETA. In Pride 2019, CETA is an LGBTQ organization. She then asked in her tweet, How does the doctrine of the church, the Bible, fit together with the fact that shame and sin are raised as a matter of pride? Included in her tweet, she posted a photo of a pamphlet citing Romans 1 verses 24 through 27, which teaches that, quote, Women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones, and... Men committed shameful acts with other men. The Helsinki District Court had unanimously cleared her of all charges in March 2022, but prosecutors appealed the case to a higher court. But today, the Helsinki Court of Appeals unanimously cleared her and the bishop of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland, Johanna Puhula, of the hate speech charges. And with that, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for being with us here at The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Tomorrow morning, I am sitting down with Numbers USA CEO James Mesa to discuss Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas' testimony before Congress on Wednesday. 
and growing concerns over the security at our southern border. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for being with us today. Have a great night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.